Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Very special episode with Mike D. You might recognize him from Discoveries I Quit. You might recognize him from social media. Mike D's barbecue rubs, spices, sauces, soon to be retail store. And between us, we have 11 barbecues, grills, and smokers. Maybe we're downsizing. Maybe we're adding more. Mike, pit boss, welcome to Pit Stop. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's a great intro. Thank you. It's uh, it's an honor to be around a, a true pit boss. I think my ego gets a little too inflated with my bar- barbecue skills up here in uh, in Canada. So it's nice to be be humbled and a little bit starstruck once in a while. <laughs> I don't know about starstruck, starstruck, but you know. You know, it's, it's very different talking to somebody who does barbecue down in the South. Well, sure. I know that if we were recording in person and let's say we were just, I don't know, doing up a whole hog or something and just talking about e-commerce, I, or even barbecue, either topic, I know I would come away smarter. So whenever I can be, be in the presence of someone who can help me elevate my, both my e-commerce game and barbecue game, it's, it's a real treat for me. No, I, I agree. The same for me. Awesome. Well, well, welcome. Let's jump into it because unlike ribs, pit stop is not low and slow. It's fast and it's tactical. So, so Mike, what's something you would recommend to another uh, uh, e-commerce pit boss that would help them either make or save a hundred bucks in their store? I think one way to make an extra hundred bucks in your store is to not be so caught up in where people buy from you, right? Like if you're, if you have an online store, you have a retail store, you have wholesale, don't try to steer people one way or the other, right? You want customers to buy wherever they're comfortable buying, even if that means buying from another store that carries your product. Mm-hmm. And so while you may make a smaller margin by selling wholesale or, um, you know, selling in your store, you're still going to, it's still money, right? If they go and buy it at a store, that store is going to have to restock from you so they can keep ordering. And so it's just volume. I think sometimes people get too caught up in, I only need to sell from my website. You got to buy it from me, my website directly, or buy it from me when I'm out and about or at, or at my particular store. But you know, it's okay to have your products in many places, right? Giving your customers more opportunities to buy it, so that way they're not so confined to just coming to your store, online store. It is, and breaking cases to individual orders. Most customers don't want to buy sauce by the case, or they want six different sauces. They don't want six of the same thing. So there's definitely something to be said about the margin that you're saving by having a retailer or another store break cases into individual units for you. Absolutely. You know, I'll take me, for example, you know, if you're ordering from me online for sauce, you know, you can't buy an individual bottle. You're buying it by by sets of three mm-hmm. or if you're going to mix it, you can get two, one of each, but you can't do an individual. Right. And so there's people who won't buy from me for a while because like I don't need three bottles. I don't want to pay for three bottles and shipping. But once I opened up my store or I started to do festivals before COVID, mm-hmm. right, they would come and they would buy because they could come and get that single item. So it just being where meeting customers where they are, whether it's online, in person, or through another retailer, but a sale is a sale. It is, and really, when you have another way to sell the same product, 
it's the equivalent of adding another SKU, but you don't have to get the inventory and all the headaches that come along with it. Like for you, your ingredients aren't just uh, brown sugar and apple cider vinegar. It's also the bottles and labels. If you run out of labels, you can't really sell that product. You have to wait and go get more labels printed so that you can sell it. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Mike, I love that. What about marketplaces? Are you on any of the marketplaces like some of the online grocery retailers or, um, I don't know, maybe partnered with any food subscription boxes, anything like that? Yeah, so we uh, we list our products for wholesale on fair.com, which is a good site where like independent grocery stores are trying to, or specialty food stores, or just any specialty stores trying to find small artisan brand products. And that's really helped grow our wholesale division to help us get into 14 states. Oh, wow. Uh, we, we have been a part of several different subscription boxes. We've done some barbecue of uh, the club months in the past. Uh, there's one thing with COVID, man, it's been like an onslaught of new subscription boxes and uh, being created. And we have been fortunate to be able to get into a couple. Actually, I just earlier today got off a call with another subscription box is getting started where I'm going to be in their, their summer box and in their fall box. Uh, I just shipped an order yesterday out to Vegas for another company that's getting uh, their boxes going out and we're going to be in some of theirs. And so, yeah, we are in uh, several different subscription boxes and even like there's starting to be another growth in like online grocery stores so people mm-hmm. can go and just order from like one spot. And so we're starting to allow uh, other e-commerce grocery stores to carry our product. Uh, just again, trying to find as many ways as possible for our customers to get to us. That's awesome. Is it mostly inbound that they're contacting you or do you do a little bit of uh, B2B sales as well? I do a little bit of B2B sales, but lately it's just been all incoming. Uh, just the publicity that we got from from the TV show mm-hmm. and then just being active on social media. Like, some, you know, there's always this thing where you never know who's watching you or who's following you. And so there's been people who I didn't even know were like watching me from a distance because, you know, you can't know who all your social media followers are. No, if you get 2% engagement, that's pretty good. But it means for every person that engaged with you, 50 people saw it, but didn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and we're getting people who we who had never engaged with us before, but were just following us. And now they're saying, hey, we're doing this and we want your product in our, in our thing. And so it's, uh, you know, we've not had to do as me be, as much B two B sales lately because people have been coming to us. But it's definitely part of what we we do as well as doing some B two B outreach. Mm-hmm. That is just so awesome to hear, Mike. You were on a show on Discovery called "I Quit." Tell us a little bit about that experience and what happened to uh, to your store sales afterwards. And then let's break it down how other brands can prepare for uh, a big TV or publicity hit. Yeah, so, you know, the show followed six businesses across uh, the U.S. who are starting their business, who are growing their businesses while also working full-time jobs and sort of tracking us as we left our jobs to focus solely on the business. Uh, and so that's that was the premise of the show. Uh, it was a great experience. Uh, it was a, a, a different experience for me as somebody who's not very fond of cameras, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten more comfortable with it because of the show. But just having to, like, film and have people you know, watch filming you drive, filming you smoke meats, and just all that kind of stuff just really gave a different perspective about the production side of, of business. Uh, it really just helped me to get comfortable, like, being in front of the camera, which has been a big part of our growth since the show, is me just being active on social media, doing videos and doing 
things like that where cameras are around like you got to get you just comfortable doing that and so that's been a big one of the big takeaways from the show uh, obviously besides if you watch the show then you saw like at the end of it we you know our company was awarded um a hundred thousand in seed money to help grow our company uh and so that was also a big you know a big achievement or a big goal oh wow congratulations yeah thanks that is awesome so with uh with that 100k what else so assuming that there was a uh, a little bit of influx of sales as, as people saw, I don't know. Do you know um, John Roman of Carnivore Club and Battlebox? I don't know them personally, but yes, I know of them. He shared um, their web traffic after their show on Netflix came out, and it just like skyrocketed as as you would expect. What was that influx like for for your sales, and what would you recommend somebody else does to get prepared for uh, an, a positive influx of sales that they know is coming? Yeah, so our, our online traffic uh, during the show, and especially after after the season finale, you know, skyrocketed. You know, there was about a hundred and fifty two percent increase in the amount of people visiting our website during the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in terms of sales, sales were just phenomenal. I'll give an example. You know, we would average. In a very good month, we would average, you know, 150 to 200 sales in a month for online. You know, we had a lot of in-person ways to sell as well. But for e-commerce sales, we'd get about 150 to 200 a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the show, during just during the like, regular parts of the show airing, you know, that was going up to we're getting to three or 400 orders a oh, month. Wow. And then the, the finale aired in October. And in that month, after the finale aired, we had over 800 orders. And so you can just kind of see. Wow. Like, the growth that happened just from the show. So that's like 800% increase in sales. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And a lot of first time buyers as well. Did you, do you create any special email flows or anything like that for, for some of them? Yeah. So email flows are a thing that I love. And so we've always had email flows sort of built into our system. Mm-hmm. So the beauty is when you already have your flows built and all that stuff set up, when people, when you get that kind of influx in people, they're automatically getting into these flows. And so it just it helped us that we, that we already had those things in place. That's awesome. And it's, for me, I found with a different product, but consumable product in sort of that 10 to $15 range, once people try the product once and they like it, they just come back and that's when they start buying the multi-packs, they buy the cases. And that's when you really start, start to see that revenue skyrocket, which is which is the goal. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Well, Mike, thank you so much. Where can people find you? Where can people get some some sauce? And what kind of barbecue? If somebody's listening to this and they think, you know what, I I need a barbecue. Those guys won't sell me one of theirs. I should go out. What kind of barbecue should people go out and get? Yeah. So first, you can find us across social media platforms at at Mike D's Barbecue. M I K E D S B B Q. You can also find us, you know, on our website. MikeDsBBQ.com, so www.mikedsbbq.com. Uh, and in terms of like what kind of barbecues people should get, you know, people shouldn't get shouldn't put too much thought into it, right? There's a range of options based on your budgets. Um, you know, if you're looking for a good starter one, like Oklahoma Joe is a good starter one. You know, Weber's got some good stuff that's starter. You can just get like a grill and do some offset cooking to start getting some practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then pretty soon we're going to be launching the Mike D's Barbecue Signature Series. And so hopefully that will be the preferred one yeah. for everybody. Preferred barbecue of pit bosses around the world. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. All right, Mike. Thanks so much for joining me. Take care. And I'll see everyone tomorrow.
70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, OmniSend has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to OmniSend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love OmniSend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.